Welcome to the Dreamcatcher Podcast, a place where your dreams can find a voice. I'm your host, Celine Chenoy. Thank you to all of you who return every week to tune in to become a better version of yourself. Make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already, and rate our show if you enjoyed this episode. We all want more out of life, more happiness, more success, and greater fulfillment. Most people usually find that in one or two areas of life and compromise on the others. According to John and Missy Butcher, that does not have to be the case. We can flourish in every dimension of our life when we have clarity on our life vision and nurture our potential systematically and intentionally. They're here to inspire us with their wisdom. John and Missy Butcher are serial entrepreneurs, lovers, and adventurers with a life most people would call impossible. Coming from a life of financial and emotional hardship in their youth, John and Missy have now founded 19 companies together and co-owned the Precious Moments family of companies, which has made over 10 billion in sales. John and Missy are conscious rebels with a life lived on their own terms and a respectful disregard for societal norms and rules. During this conversation, John and Missy will offer us advice on designing a life that will fulfill us on all levels using a tool called Lifebook. Lifebook is a transformational lifestyle design system that empowers you to envision, plan, and achieve your very best life on your own terms. They'll also address the common obstacles that people face during this process. Aloha, John and Missy. How are you both doing today? We're so good. Great. Hi, Celine. Thanks for having us, Celine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I can't tell you how excited I am to have you on the show. Um, I've been on the Lifebook journey uh, since last fall, and I've watched all your videos, including your Q&A <laughs> videos, which are so much wow. fun. And I've benefited tremendously from your mentorship. And I just want to start this interview by saying thank you from the bottom of my heart. So thank beautiful. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. We're, th- that means sure. so much to us. And it's taken a lot of effort to get this system into the world. And, and reports like that make it all work. Yeah, thank you. I'm saying it because I find both of you so genuine and so down to earth uh, that really comes across in in how you teach and and just how you position yourself as as uh, teachers. So uh, and uh, that is not always the case in personal growth, unfortunately. You know, we hear that a lot from people, but truthfully, it's that's, like that's the only channel we have. We don't understand any yeah. like we couldn't do it any other it's way. Our nature, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, and that certainly comes across. So, John and Missy, so you're entrepreneurs of several businesses, um, and I know you've constantly been juggling a lot of things your entire career, but somewhere along the way, you came up with Lifebook, which you describe as a transformational lifestyle design system. So please tell us, what was the inspiration behind Lifebook? How did you come up with this idea, and what was your vision for it when you started out? Mm. That's such an interesting question, Celine, because there was no inspiration for it. There was, no there was zero vision for it. Here's what yeah. happened when when it was 1993. Um, yeah. 
1993, I had a massive emotional, basically, breakdown. what I would cons- what I would characterize now as a nervous breakdown. Yeah. What it what it was was it, it was an anxiety disorder that generalized in my life. Um, now that's very common and it's very known. Well, so many people have anxiety and depression. Back then, it wasn't. Like we didn't know what it panic was attacks yeah. and and deep generalized anxiety, debilitating. Like I, I went through a two month period. The term is agoraphobia. It's when you're housebound and you can't, you literally can't leave your house without feeling like you're going to break apart. And, right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Back then there wasn't a lot of work on it. There wasn't a lot of research on it and it certainly wasn't a, a, a known condition. So I didn't know it was happening to me. Right. That basically came about um, because of a, a lot of things in my past, in my childhood, but mainly at that point, point in time I was running the workaholic I was program yes I was running the the 12 to 16 hour days seven days a week focused on career and financial it was the 90s yeah it was crazy the high 90s like for real that's high 90s yeah Yeah. And, and I found myself at a certain point I just collapsed under the weight of my own life and when when it hit it hit hard and and it was it was undeniable and i couldn't i couldn't go to a grocery store i couldn't drive out of my driveway let alone run my business our life stopped yeah and it was like okay we're we're here now we're gonna do something different so what is that so i'm at rock bottom Mm -hmm. after being a basically a business superstar for 10 years a young friggin you know one of those guys ceos Mm -hmm. and my Mm -hmm. amazing wife beside me doing all this amazing stuff and now i am completely shut down i my self-concept was destroyed. It yeah. was like three months ago, I knew who I was. I was a highly successful businessman with a dynamic career, an amazing wife. And now who the hell am I? I don't, I don't know. My self-concept was, was yanked out from under me. And I literally had to, I literally had to figure out how to start my life over and rebuild it from the ground up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know, I didn't know how to do that or where to turn. And, and, and what happened was my dad who knew what was happening to me was watching late night TV one night and he came infomercials and he came across two personal development programs that he bought for me. Lucinda Bassett's attacking anxiety, which really educated me on what was happening to me and how to deal with it. Right. And then the second one was Tony Robbins personal, the, the, the giant selling 1980s course. Right. And I had mm-hmm. never, done personal development before. This is my very first encounter with personal development. Mm-hmm. So I was like, thank you, dad. I'm going to try this because I don't have anything else to do. I don't have any other strategy in place right now. I, I did the Lucinda Bassett program. It took me 15 months. And that gave me a little foothold on the psychological and physiological situation that I was in. Mm-hmm. And that really helped because it at least made me understand that I'm not going crazy. This is something that happens when you're out of balance and you can take steps to fix it. So that was good. Mm-hmm. But it was the Tony Robbins program that blew my mind mm-hmm. because it was the first time that I'd ever encountered the concept that you could consciously decide how you wanted to shape yourself and where you wanted to take your life and then start moving in that direction with intention. I had never encountered that concept before in my entire 31 years. So I was like, wow. This feels like the right thing for me to explore. So what happens, Lane, is I started consuming personal. De- I was still completely screwed. Mm-hmm. I was still dysfunctional. 
But during that time, I dove into personal development content. And it was the greats, the vetted programs, Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, mm-hmm. Brian Tracy, the yeah, foundation the of, the, mm-hmm. of the industry, yeah. right. Nightingale, yeah. Carnegie. And I just started consuming these personal development programs voraciously and they gave me strength and they gave me hope and they gave me, they gave me the feeling that that that, was a big, big thing that I was going to be able to be okay and and make it out of this. So here's how LifeBook evolved. I started keeping my notes from those programs in a little binder and I would carry that binder with me everywhere I went. And the reason that I did that is because if I was out and started to feel those feelings and feel like I was going to go over the edge into a panic attack, I could open that binder and reconnect with that wisdom and get through it. Like this was a real tool, right? Mm -hmm. And so I I never, when you saw me between the years of 1995 and 2003, you never saw me without carrying this little black book that no one knew was in it. I never was without it. It was my we call it life book now, but it could just as well be called life raft back then. It was my like lifeline, right? Right. And so it evolved from there. The, the next thing that I did is I, I asked myself, what are the areas of life that I really have to master to get out of this pain? And not only get out of this pain, but to move into a life of exceptionalism, a, a, an extraordinary life that works at a high level in every important area. What are the areas I need to focus on? And that's where the 12 categories came from. Over about a two-year period, I identified 12 categories of life that needed to be focused on in order for me to be okay, and then great. And then the next thing that happened is I started to, in each one of those categories, ask and answer deeply the four questions that comprise the LifeBook methodology. Mm -hmm. What are my beliefs in this area that control my behavior? What precisely do I want in this area of my life? That was the most important one by far. Mm -hmm. Why do I want that? What's my purpose behind that vision? And if if that's what I'm committed to achieving in my life, what do I need to do to get it? And that's Mm -hmm. the life book methodology in essence. 12 categories, four questions in each category. It took about 10 years to fully bake that system and to, to, to get to what would now be considered a finished life book, but we never showed it to anyone, not one time, that no one ever saw inside that book but me and Missy for at least 10 years. For 10 so years from ni- at least 10 years. So from 1993 to about 2003, mm-hmm. 2003 was the first time I ever <clears throat> opened that book for someone else. And that happened in a business meeting. There was a specific reason that I did it. We were, we were inventing a wellness product and we were confused about which direction to go. And in that meeting, I took Everyone knew and no one knew what it was, but everyone had seen me with it. And I said, let me show you how I handled that in my life. And I opened that book for the health and fitness chapter. And I remember there were about 12 people in that board meeting and you could have heard a pin drop. It's like a magic book. You just opened this magic book. It It had the imagery of my ideal self. It had all of my strategies for meal planning and for, for exercise physiology. It had, I mean, it was a, completely thought it's like down. a life manual really yes exactly exactly yeah and and after that meeting two of those executives came up to me separately and said john is there any way that you could help me make one of those for myself and i that's said wow mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when you that, know you're onto something yeah. Yeah. i said i'll tell you what why don't you 
why don't you and your wife come to our place for a long weekend and we'll get out the marker board and we'll see if we can do this for someone else. I've never, I've been doing this myself for, for 10 years with just my wife. We'll see if mm-hmm. place. Yeah. And we had two couples over for a long weekend. And Celine, mm-hmm. it was friggin' extraordinary what happened. It was extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And we realized at that moment that what we had created to get ourselves out of pain and create the extraordinary life that we were able to create mm-hmm. could be shared with others. Could be applied. And they could do their version of the same yeah. thing we did. And that's how Lifebook evolved. It was never planned. It was never meant to be a product. It was never inspired. There was never a vision for it. It evolved to get us out of a horrible situation. It was a gift. But then (laughs) then once we got out of that situation, it propelled us to the life of our dreams. Yeah. And in retrospect, looking back on that, it was such a blessing because we were at we were at ground zero. Yeah. We didn't have to jigger a bunch of stuff. We were we were at the bottom. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're starting out. We didn't have anything nothing. to unwind. We yeah. were it was like, okay, here we are. Now a blank canvas. A blank now canvas. let's start digging out of this hole and then let's start not only digging out of the hole, getting to, to base, then let's build the it was we it was it, working. Here's we like, what wow. I would say. It took about two years for me to get to get functional again. Yeah. Two right. two years from nineteen ninety-three. And then now I was running my businesses again. I was still a little shaky. Mm-hmm. It it totally mm-hmm. took eight, eight years, years to get completely over that anxiety disorder. There's a lot of because there were a lot of components to it. And, yeah. and by the one sure. by the way, one was nutrition. It was a mm-hmm. major aspect of getting out of that anxiety mm-hmm. disorder. What I'm putting into my body. I had to learn a lot of stuff. It's so out. important, isn't it? Because that's your foundation. Right. Yeah. yeah. But Celine, um, by the time uh, by the time I was functional again. It was like, okay, if we keep doing this, how far can we go? And by 2002, 2003, when we shared it, we had everything we'd ever wanted. We, we, had, we, we had literally achieved every goal we'd ever set. We had a beautiful new baby. We had the most extraordinary love relationship. We were in our 40s and, and our bodies looked like they were in their 20s. We, we, we just had the most extraordinary life. Because, because of this of, process. Like that. yeah, And that's when we realized that this could be shared. So that's the story of Lifebook. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank that you that? for sharing that. And I think it's, I, I think it'll be, you know, comforting for people to know that you actually started at ground zero because I'm sure that there mm-hmm. are some skeptics who would say that, okay, having this 12 category smart lifestyle seems a bit too lofty or idealistic. Mm-hmm. I've got bills to pay. I've got kids to raise. I mean, can I actually have that? that ideal life where I can really flourish in all these categories. I mean, what would you say to someone like that who feels that it's just not possible for them because they're not as privileged or they're just at a place in their life where they just, they may not have the resources to kind of build that vision that they have in mind. Or if they have that vision, they might even be too scared Mm -hmm. to dream. you probably don't have I'd say two things if some if there was a naysayer who came to me and said this is for the privilege I've got bills to pay there's that Henry Ford quote if you think you can or if you think you can't you're probably right Mm -hmm. so with a person that just came to me like that and and said I'm a naysayer I don't believe this is for everybody I am too busy with my life on the treadmill I would say well you're probably right good luck I really wish you the best yeah but if someone came to me and said to us and said, John and Missy, I would love to make this happen in my life. Mm-hmm. The challenge is I'm so buried and I just stress, don't understand where this that person I would work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, mm. and that person I would say, listen, you have the exact same amount, amount of hours in your day that everybody else does. And mm-hmm. there, there's another great quote from um, 
Thomas Edison, who, by the way, applied for 10,000 patents in his life. He was yeah. the busiest man on the planet. And he yeah, said, pretty extraordinary. There, there, there is mm-hmm. time enough for everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter of priorities. I guarantee you're spending three or four hours of your day completely wasted on meaningless bullshit. If you are if you are willing to take ten percent of that time that you waste on social media and you right. get, and you waste getting nowhere, or as a matter of fact, probably getting farther behind, mm-hmm. and just take a moment to step off the treadmill of your life, so you can bring some yeah. consciousness yeah. to the yeah. person that you'd like to craft yourself <clears throat> into and the life that you'd like to live, you can do this. Yeah, that's right. And to us, it just happened like one day, boom, our life was that. And so (laughs) there you go. So, I mean, again, it's a blessing that, that happened to us looking back only, it was a blessing, you know, but now, because we, now we did that now we can show Mm -hmm. other people, look, we're not that special. Yeah. We're awesome because we built ourselves. We use this system, system but anyone can do this. It's a mindset. It really is a mindset. It, it, it is. All it, all it takes is commitment. And yeah. if you have that, you've got everything you and need. A lot of work. But you've yeah. got that commitment. No one can do it for you. No one's coming to make your right. right. There's going to be no night and shine riding into your rescue. If you have right. a desire for a successful, balanced, happy life, mm-hmm. it is up to you to satisfy that desire. It ain't coming from anywhere else. Yeah. And so I think that requires some amount of emotional maturity, don't you think, to actually yes, have that level of accountability and be like, okay, this is up to me, you know, like yeah. I, yeah. Yes. I have to, uh, you know, seize the reins of my life and make this happen. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. not everyone is in that phase of their life or they're not as evolved to, to actually yeah. get to that stage. I would say that that's true. It requires a certain level of emotional security, insight, Mm -hmm. self-awareness to be able to make the conscious decision to to flip that Mm -hmm. switch Mm -hmm. and get in Mm -hmm. control of your own life. But there is an alternative to that. And that's when life forces you through pain to make a change, Mm -hmm. which is what happened to us. I didn't make this decision because of emotional maturity or self-awareness. I made this decision because I had no other choice. They were all taken away. Interesting. Yeah. And, and you know what, what I would say to that person is, listen, you, you're not lower than I was, I guarantee. Can you drive out of your driveway? Can you go to a restaurant? Can you go to a grocery store? Can you talk to another human being without feeling like you're going to break apart and melt on the ground? I was as low as you can go. Not being able to function is about as low as you can get. So I started from a very, very low place and rebuilt my life with this process. Mm-hmm. If I can do it, mm-hmm. anyone with the commitment to do it, it can probably do it too. Absolutely. But commitment is the key. Mm-hmm. Commitment and is what the key. That means, but, Celine, yeah. Loving yourself enough to right. commit to having the best life you can have. That's what it's Absolutely. about is self-love. Because there's mm-hmm. no one else that's going to do it. You're the only one to do it for yourself. Yeah. That's what people need to understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what would you say to someone who is, okay, so they've decided to go on the lifeboat journey. They've decided to, you know, create some goals for themselves. But what if they're facing a lot of obstacles and resistance in their life, whether it's like coming from the inside or the outside world, and they're just not able to move forward, like maybe because of lack of opportunities. What would you say to someone like that who is in, uh, I, I would say like a rough patch in their life where just the doors are not opening, even though they're trying really hard? What would you say to someone like that? 
I say that's completely irrelevant to this process because what you're talking about are external factors. This is an internal okay. process. And you are 100% in control of the internal process. So, Celine, you know the 12 categories, right? I do. The, you know the 12 categories. The mm-hmm. first five categories are, the, are your personal life categories. That's your health and fitness, your intellectual life, your emotional life, your character, and your spiritual life. That's where this happens. And no one else has any say over those areas. Those areas are all you. You don't need anyone else's permission for anything when it comes to those areas. For a love relationship, it takes two to tango. For your, yes. you're going to need to get the buy-in of your boss and your customers. All the other areas of life that you've described, you need to work with people. Certain things need to line up, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Not these. The life book process is an introspective process. All you've got to do is commit to it and carve out time for it. It's all you. It doesn't depend on anyone else. There's no excuses. Now, once you've once you decide what you want and what you want to turn yourself into, once you've once you've decided that you're going to take internal command of yourself, then you go out there and you fight the battles in the real world. And yes, you're going to hit obstacles and you're going to hit roadblocks. But right. if you've got enough inner strength, that's how to move through those challenges. And I was just going to say that is a journey inside. That is right. for you to go inside and to, well, like in Lifebook, we separate all these categories, right? We separate them so you can go into each mm-hmm. one and and really dissect examine. Them. You dissect and examine and say, okay, what are my beliefs here? Mm-hmm. Because we know your beliefs control your behavior, right? Yeah. And you can have contradictory beliefs in all in some categories. And that's where the problem is. If there's As a matter of fact, you do. You do. You, you do, guarantee. Right. So once you go, it's inner alchemy is what it is. You're going to go in and you're cleaning out all the jobs. You're going to look at your entire inner world because what, what it, what the difference is, is going from victim to your power. You hear all that. You hear that all the time. You, yeah. you take your power back. Well, it really is deciding I'm not going to be a victim anymore. Woe is me. Nothing works for me. No doors are opening for me. Nothing's happening. Sure. Sorry. I'm going to, I'm actually going to get in this seat, my driver's seat instead of the passenger seat. And be like, this is my life. I I can't wait to take this car everywhere I want to go. It is. It's right? a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, a switch. It's a switch that you flip mm-hmm. where you become the primary driving force behind your life, as opposed mm-hmm. to letting external influences yeah. do that. And that's a you, lot of you become work. the center piece. Mm-hmm. You become the the decision maker at the center of your own existence. Mm-hmm. And how you do mm-hmm. that, you ask how. Yeah. How do you get into that frame of mind? How do you? get into that fighter mode and be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go for it no matter what happens. Like, do you have certain practices that you, that you have, that you follow that gets you into that frame of mind? Well, well, the, the, the non-negotiable foundation of that frame of mind is knowing precisely what you're doing. You have to have a vision for the person you want to become Mm -hmm. and and the life you want to live. So if you take a look at the first five categories, let's just do this thought experiment. I, I'm a person who who is confused. I'd like to get in command of my life, but I don't know where to turn and I don't know. So how am I going to start the process? Well, here's how you're going to start the process. You're going to take a look at your health and fitness and you're going to ask yourself, what is my ideal situation here? How do I want my body to look and feel? What do I need to do to make that happen? And you're going to get a clear picture of that one category of your life, ideal self in that area. I am a strong, lean, muscular athlete. I become that by by doing this and this, and I'm going to be that way for the rest of my life. I'm committed to that. Boom. That category is taken care of. You've got a vision. You've got a strategy. 
Next is intellectual. How am I going to develop my mind at the highest levels over the next five years? What's my strategy? I'm going to honor my mind. It's so important to me. Same thing with your emotional life. Same thing Mm -hmm. with your character. Same thing with your spiritual life. So you get a vision of the ideal you in each of these areas. Now, all of a sudden, you got something to hang your hat on. You got a North Star. You've got You've got something that you're going to be moving toward. And Celine, what that does, this is the magic thing that it gives you that you don't have otherwise. It gives you a decision-making framework where you can fully understand right action automatically. If this gets me closer to my health and fitness vision, I'm going to do it. If it doesn't, I'm not. It's as simple as that. And then you put one foot in front of the other every day and move toward those visions You see, now you are on purpose. You know where you're going. You know what you're Mm -hmm. after. That's what you are missing. Mm -hmm. If you're you're wandering around aimlessly, being tossed on the tide of life wherever, and that's what you need to put Mm -hmm. in place to get in command of your existence. And that's an internal, total internal you. No one else. The discipline. Yeah. That's right. So so let me just just reiterate that point that Missy made that, that I also made before. There are no external factors that can stop you from doing that. There are no excuses for you not taking a deep breath, looking inside, asking yourself questions. Your boss isn't going to get in your way. Your friggin' school system isn't going to get in your way. Nothing's going to get in your way. That's internal. Mm -hmm. You can do that. All you need to do is is commit to doing it. Take the time. And then once you get where you want, how you want to mold yourself, once you understand that with those personal life categories... Then you can start looking at the love relationship you'd like to have, because then yeah. you are going to be dealing with other people. Mm-hmm. Then you can start right. looking at the career you'd like to, to have. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you go into that not knowing who you are, the game yeah. is lost before you start to play. I want to just say one more thing. You said it earlier. You said, don't you kind of have to be at a certain emotional ev- ev- evolution or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but here's here's what we've discovered about LifeBook. It literally is a tool to, to help you consciously evolve. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it literally, we, we, we force you, if you're going to do this thing, you're forced to, if you're really going to do it, you are the one that's going to have to answer these questions. And right. you can't help but raise your consciousness when you look inside and do this. So it really does, right. through the process, you get there, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. The reason I that. ask that is because I have been recommending Lifebook to so many people, right? My friends and whatever. And like some of them definitely like they look into it and they actually sign up, but there's some of them like, mm, I don't know this. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is for me. And it's just like, yeah. they're not in a place in their life to receive this yeah. and to really embark yeah. on that journey. So that's why I asked, like there's certain people mm-hmm. who, you know, they have to be at a certain they're point ready. in their life where they're ready to go on that journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Celine, there's nothing there's this is the most important thing that we've learned in our 30 year journey. We can we can we can describe it specifically. The single most important philosophical concept that we have discovered is there is no one right strategy for everyone in any area of life. Period. There's no one right religion. There's no one right philosophy. There's no one right diet. How did you get to that place of being so open? Because we've seen tens of thousands of, we've seen tens of thousands of assessments. We've seen thousands and thousands of of life visions. And and what we've realized is we are all completely unique. Everyone has different wants, needs, desires, talents, preferences, 
And yeah. the road to the fulfillment of our desires is different for every single person. Even if we have some some similar desires, mm-hmm. the the road to get there will be completely different. Mm-hmm. You take, you know, to take take getting rich through investing. The, the most important thing that we've learned about that is that the risk is not in the investment. The risk is in the investor. If you invest in things you don't understand, you're going to lose your ass, right? So that's a perfect example of you have the same exact goal, right. but what's going to be right for you to get there and what's going to be right for me to get there are two completely different totally. things. Everything in yep. life works like yeah. that. It's a, it's a creative process. We are in creation with the universe, and that is how this works. It's, it's just a continuous, we can talk and about And we're all there. unique. We're all completely that's, unique. Right. No, I just think I that this is really needed in the world right now because yeah. there's just so, there's yeah. so many cultural wars and there's so much polarization, yes. you know? So that's mm-hmm. why I wanted to know how do you get to that, mm-hmm. that, that place of openness and being non-judgmental because, you know, that's what we need in the world where we can all coexist yeah, right. in harmony yeah. and people live the way they want yeah. to live. Well, Celine, it's the worst thing about the world right now. The notion, the notion, the notion that my way is the one right way for everybody, including you. And if you're not down with my program, there's going to be trouble. There's going to be friction. That is the worst thing about the planet Earth right now. And if that could disappear overnight, we'd be living in a golden age, absolute golden age. And that's actually that's that's the it's anti-life because life is about diversity. We don't have diversity. You that, die that, out. That, that is you the, literally die out. We that, need. That's the mechanism that makes uh, evolution work: is diversity, yeah, that's M- right. mutation, Creation, literally mutation. The, right. going forward, always moving. Yeah. So how that happened to us is that that when we realized deeply after after years and years of, of, of seeing people. so many people's life vision, what they mm-hmm. really want at the deepest soul level, mm-hmm. so many people's assessment scores, mm-hmm. where they are right now. So many lives transformed through different methods. So many people getting to their ideal life, mm-hmm. which is a completely different place than this person's ideal mm-hmm. life. When we realized that there is no one right answer in any area of human endeavor that's going to work for everybody, what naturally extends from that realization is now I can stop being so self-righteous about the things that I believe and pointing my finger at everybody right. that's not living like me, all right? Of us need that. Mm-hmm. Because my my stuff is not going to work for everyone any more than other, other people's stuff is going to work for me. And I can let people be them and let people do their thing. And if they're open to discussing, I'm happy to do that. But, but, but you know, that, that's like your, your question, what would you say to a naysayer that says, I don't believe this is, is going to work? Well, you're probably right, but I really wish you the best of luck. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go talk to somebody that, that's asking me, how do I make this work? Yeah. That's the person I want to spend my time with. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I'm I'm, sh- I'm glad that you're not on social media. I know you're not on social media, right? Because <laughs> if you not. see oh, what Gen Z is up to. We've created a monster. Yeah, we've actually we really have. We <laughs> yeah. really have. So th- that's why I'm asking, like, how do you like instill this into kids or yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's, you know, I, I have to say just as an aside to answer that one, it's parenting. Parenting has right. just fallen off a cliff. Nobody does that anymore. They gave it to the government. Go ahead and raise my kids. And mm-hmm. that's, that's what you get. So, but we're about we're, we're the fighting, opposite of that. We're fighting that. We're, 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 we're actually releasing, Lifebook is releasing a homeschool course this month. Yeah. We're, oh, we're, we're so fighting. needed. That is yeah. so needed. <laughs> no, oh right. my goodness. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah. I do want to yeah, say we, one more thing we, about diversity sure. really quick. 
And that is that that's what's so beautiful about the lifebook process because it's a Socratic method. It's an empty system. So mm-hmm. you put all of your creative diversity, your uniqueness inside of that. And that, I think that's, it's just so conducive for proper evolution of humanity, you yeah. know, to really bring out what's inside of each one of us. Your, your job is to figure out how you should be living, not to figure out how other people should be living. Right. That's yes. your job. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and if you if you can't do that, if you can't figure out how to create an extraordinary life for yourself, don't be talking to anyone else about what they should be doing. That's my that's, my that's our opinion. That, yes. So true. So true. Before we end the conversation, I just want to say something about my experience. I I don't know. I feel like there is almost a magical aspect to creating a life book because I feel like I've been manifesting like crazy after I've started, you know, after I got that clarity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always been using these kind of tools, but there's something about life book, like because I think it gets to the root um, mm-hmm. of every aspect of your life. And I've been noticing like I've been manifesting like crazy. So do you think mm-hmm. that there's a metaphysical component to this or is this yeah. just something that I'm imagining? Like no, no, you know, you're, what are your thoughts on that? It's yeah, go ahead. So, connectivity. so here's here's the thing. Once you are clear on what you want, which almost nobody is, once you are clear on what you want, in, in, I am beginning to think more and more that that is our fundamental responsibility as human beings on this planet, to get clear on the person we want to turn ourselves into and to the life that we want to live and then start moving in that direction with both intention and allowing. You're talking about the allowing part, the magical aspect. Right. Of the, yeah. Let me, let me and I've been taking action too. I have to say, yes, it's not just been magically appearing in my life. I've been using the habit tracker, the, dance, the sacred choices. I've been doing all of that. I've been doing all the work. So it's yeah, that's the dance. You're yeah. doing both so, sides. Yeah, the I'm universe doing, isn't going to hand you a twelve category smart. Well, no, it's not. No, I just want to make that clear to everyone. Part. It's not the yeah. secret. You know, when no. the yeah. secret came you out, you are expected like, oh. to do your part. Exactly. But when you do your part, you wake up every day and you do your best to put one foot in front of the other and and move with intention toward that life vision. And then you take your foot off the brakes and you look around for the gifts that the universe has to give you. What what you're basically doing is you're creating energetic harmony such that the universe entrains with your vibrational match. It, it is a vibrational match. And that is very esoteric, but I understand it in very scientific principles. Yeah, well, it is. This isn't is, woo-woo magic. This is no nature and science are one. Exactly. And that's how you describe it. This that. is the nature of yes. the universe. It's yes. how the universe works. Yeah. Like attracts like. And I will tell you this about the life book, the process with which you go through life book in it it is that is sort of the metaphysical piece because you literally get rid of all contradictions mm-hmm. because you are going down every single category of yep. your life and you're being like okay how does this fit into me yep. to the whole and that's so got to be harmonious a, so it's literally a harmonious alchemy that you're doing when you think about what do you want and why do you want that and they all are going to have to line up into one big life vision that is flow right. so you are in flow Celine because you got rid of all the direct you know, the, the friction, fighting, the, the friction between yeah. the categories and it's mm-hmm. interconnectivity because really it's one thing. It's your whole life. But what you've done is you've dissected it. You fix it all up perfectly. So it fits together harmoniously and balanced and you're boom, off to the moon. And then you notice dissonance when it comes up yeah, and it's like, oh, this doesn't belong in my life. So let me give you an example of, uh, I'll give you an example of what Miss just said. You've got a contradiction in your life that you're not aware of mm-hmm. because you've got a goal to double your income in the next 24 months. 
but you've got a premise in the financial category that was installed in you since childhood that the love of money is the root of all evil, mm. right? That is a contradiction. You will sabotage that goal because of that deep-seated belief. Mm. Or you want an ideal love relationship, but somewhere in the back of your mind is men always cheat, men always leave, or women can't be trusted, right? So what the Lifebook system does is it just like Missy says, it, it, it removes those contradictions to where you've got harmonious flow and alignment in your life. And then that's when it opens up. Mm-hmm. And, and also that's when, when negative things come, come in, you notice them big time because they're, mm-hmm. they're dissonant, yeah. they're fit. And then you can adjustment to make. Yeah. That's the magic. It, it really is magic in the way that mm-hmm. it, in the way that it alters your entire you, it flips a switch because you're doing you're you're literally putting your amazing focus consciousness because we're powerful beings you're putting it inside and saying okay what's instead of out here we're so extroverted here in this in this 3d world right look yeah. inside all, all of your answers are here everything that you yeah. need is inside you just have to ask and dig and then your life comes from the inside out yeah. so so missy and i right. we how our life is set up is we are a hundred percent clear, absolute clarity on what we're trying to build mm-hmm. on the people that we are becoming and the life that we're building. And that's all we focus on. Everything that comes has to serve that. It's a decision-making framework, mm-hmm. no matter whether it's a business decision, a parenting decision, a love relationship decision, it doesn't matter what it is. Does it get us closer to that crystal clear life vision? If so, we're all in. Does it get us farther away? If so, no way. And if, and if you make your decisions from that place for years in a row, you will wake up in that life. That's how the universe works. You're doing it, Celine, you know. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, you guys are real role models. <laughs> Couple goals. I always keep you in mind when I think about my dream relationship. I want to be like John uh, and Missy. We've got right. so many amazing singles in the Lifebook community. We've got to put some kind of a we situation will. together. You, you should. You really we should. We have to. Yeah. We've had many, we've had quite a few marriages in within yeah. the community. Just I'm like, not surprised. That's, just by, that's by accident. Yeah, by accident, but yeah, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, John and Missy, thank you so much for taking time out of your morning to be with us today. Um, I truly appreciate it. It's been a pleasure, Celine. Yeah, thank you, Celine. Lovely. And I just want to let our listeners know that if you want to know more about Lifebook, which I highly recommend, you can go to mindvalley.com slash lifebook. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please subscribe to my podcast and feel free to share it with your friends and family. Take care and speak soon.